What do you think? You ready? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I just feel like we don't have anything funny to start off with. I know. I feel like, I feel like we'll, we'll find something. And Eric yeah. Try that too. Okay. guys, we're the Doopy Brothers Podcast, presented by the Brotherly Game. We are AJ. And Luke. We're recording on June 4th. This is Tuesday night after the Philadelphia Union beat Minnesota United. This is episode number 19, and we got a nice history of players who have worn number 19, so let's go down that. Weirdly enough, of all the players, including the Union player who's currently wearing it, there's only one player playing in the MLS right now. Pretty crazy. So, this episode, first of all, is going to be called Corey Burke, because he's our current union player who's wearing it, but yet, he's not playing. Okay. So, interesting there. Uh, most recently, uh, before Burke, it was worn by Aaron Jones, who's not playing, Cole Misimo, not playing, Dejan Zenon Kadic, nice. career break, hmm. not playing. The only player who's actually playing in MLS right now. Bonesaw. <laughs> Corbin Bone. Nice. Um, then before him, Claberson. Yep. And what? Who's on the union? Uh, Who's working youth? with him? Yeah. So, so he's still with us, which is cool. Yeah. And then last, uh, everyone's favorite Twitch Fortnite player right now, Jack Mack. He's uh, he's killing it in the Twitch game. It, yeah. It's, it's been a good watch. What, maybe five, five followers? I'm I'm loyal. I'm a loyal one. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know. It could be really good. I don't know. I don't get it. So episode 19, Corey Burke. Hopefully we see him uh, before the end of the year, but we'll see. Uh, but let's talk about Minnesota. So me and Luke took a trip out to Minnesota. This yeah. was our our yearly away trip that we go on. Um, thank you to my wife and your girlfriend for letting us to go. Yeah. Um, big props. Big props. It, it was awesome. Yeah. So we went out Saturday morning. Um, we're going to kind of go through a little bit of a chronological event of soccer nerdom that we got to experience. Yeah. Literally everything we did this weekend was soccer related. So pretty yeah. great. Yeah. Pretty, <laughs> pretty awesome. Perfect weekend. So we're going to talk about what we did and then uh, it all ends with the big win at Minnesota. So bear with us for the next like five minutes while we talk about not union <laughs> stuff, but still soccer related. And then we'll talk about the union. Yeah. All right. So. Get out there Saturday. We uh, kind of walked around. Um, first thing we did, we had to go find the home of the Philly Special. Oh, yeah. We went to, what is it, U.S. Bank Stadium? Yeah, where where the Eagles beat the Patriots for, the, for yeah. uh, I was about to say, the World Series. <laughs> what is that thing game? The Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah. Super Bowl. So That was cool. Yeah, they got a cool-looking place, but really, really, it's only cool because that's where we got our first Super Bowl. Yeah. Another cool, yeah, and, like, right when we got into the city, I threw on my Liverpool jersey. And, like, instantly got shouts, like, go Liverpool, like, other people wearing jerseys. Like, it was, like, everyone was, it was, it's a, you could tell it was a soccer town, like, right away once we got there. Yeah, so we were really excited right away. Um, and so then we, we started going to this British bar, and it was about three hours before kickoff. Before, before Champions League kickoff. Before Champions League kickoff. Yeah. And we walked in, and the place was absolutely packed. Yeah, and it was a big place, too. It had, like, a yard and a patio, and it literally, not a seat. So... Right away, we're like, holy smokes, what a soccer town. This is going to be an yeah. awesome weekend. Um, we ended up going to a different bar because we were really hungry and we wanted to be fed soon. And that bar also packed. got packed yeah. to the brim with soccer fans. So we ended up eating lunch and uh, 
enjoying a few few brews with a bunch of locals, some guys from um, like Ethiopia. Ethiopia yeah. joined our table, so we we like started off this, this amazing soccer experience in this bar with a, such a real diverse crowd and uh, a guy got at our table won a hundred dollars from Champions League. So right, that was yeah, funny. people were making like little prop bets. It was, it was cool. Like it was a really cool uh, yeah, opening taste of Minnesota and yeah. Minneapolis. I guess Minneapolis. Yeah. yeah. So then we, let's see, we went to our Airbnb, and then we head out to an MPSL game. Yeah. We MPLS City. I keep, I can't get those straight with MPLS and MPL. Wait, NP, so, NPSL and MPLS City. Yeah, the league it's really in, the, in the city. Yeah. yeah. So Minneapolis City has a team in um, the MPSL, so it's it's below USL and their levels. Um and they played Duluth. And apparently it was a big rivalry game. Yeah. According so to us. Twitter or wherever we found that. But it was a good game. It was a 2-1 game. Like 2-1 decent, to decent Duluth. Quality. It was like pretty good. Yeah. Um, it was like nice crowd. Probably hey, like a couple hundred or I don't know. Maybe I, mean, I would say at least 500 people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they had a food truck. Uh, but then one of the reasons we, we know about this team is what did you tell me about their Twitter? Oh, it's like just really funny. Yeah, yeah <laughs> they're like they're hilarious. They like keep every game they they announce it. They say like they have like nineteen, twenty thousand people at their games. <laughs> <laughs> it's like another sellout like, crowd. <laughs> they're like they they're like I don't know two or three years old, but their their first year they they th- put out like a, a throwback kit. <laughs> for, like, first their, year throwback. Historic <laughs> throwback kit. It's hilarious, and they have like another kit that's like a pink flannel kit, which we both were very tempted by when we saw it in, in, in real uh, at the game. To, but yeah, they're just—it's a really funny, uh, funny team. So we wanted to go check them out, and they're decent, decent soccer. So that was that was fun. That was fun little fun little night. To so yeah, that capped off our Saturday of soccer mm-hmm. stuff. So then Sunday, um, what did, we had a big breakfast at this great little diner. Um, it was like ten feet wide. Ten feet wide. <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. Sat at the counter. It was awesome. And then then we did something we were real excited about. If you uh, listen to um, Total Soccer Show. You might hear them sponsored by a company called Talisman Caps. Yeah. Cooligans have like a Talisman Caps collaboration with them. Like, so any other soccer podcast, you probably already, you've probably, everyone's probably already heard about this company. But yeah, Talisman Cap is a pretty sweet company. We got to go see their, their little studio. Yeah. Store, storefront. Um, it was, we were going to go Saturday, but he didn't open it Saturday. He was opening it Sunday. So, yeah. so it's only open like sometimes. So we got to check it out. They've had, uh, awesome, like general soccer gear, awesome Minnesota soccer gear. Yeah. But then one of the coolest parts was all of their retro jerseys. Yeah, that is a whole rack of like old, like European teams, old MLS jerseys, like, like San Jose teams. Clash. Like, um, there's a couple of mutiny kits mutiny. that were really cool, like warm up kits too. It was like, oh my god, this is. I don't get how they found all these kits, but they were like all like pretty decent condition, but really, really, really cool. Yeah, so definitely a cool, cool company. Check them out online. But yeah, so we pr- picked up some gear from them. Uh, you got a hat. I got a shirt. Yeah. Uh, so that was in St. Paul, and from there we went to Allianz Field. Allianz Field. Oh, oh my goodness it gracious! It was incredible. This place, this this stadium, and and we we have a beautiful stadium. No one's going to uh, yeah, doubt I, how great our stadium was or is. Yeah, but this place is brand spanking new. Yeah. Still has that new stadium smell. It God, yeah. Like once we like we got dropped off from from our lifts walking up and you can like see through the brew hall the st- the the seats and you can just tell this is like 
on unlike any other stadium we've been to, and it was just so cool. We got to, we had some little pregame beers in the the brew hall, which was really cool, and like the outside little patio area around there. And once we got in, we just like kind of taken aback by it. It was incredible. Yeah, it was one of the so one of the most surprising things. Well, not really surprising, but it was really cool because I was where uh, pregaming saw a bunch of Union fans. Yeah, and so we all kind of saying hey to everyone. Um, shouts to them. Uh, I forget the guy's name. Jim James Timothy. Um, <laughs> we saw him on Twitter. Yeah, a couple of sons of Ben members, and then uh, there's like the Union uh, like. Uh, staff had brought a whole group there that we got that we recognized and got to talk to in the so so yeah it was like I think it was a like group there's like at least twenty union fans there mm-hmm. which is really impressive so we 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 like saw on Twitter we like reached out to anyone on Twitter seeing who was going to be there and got a couple a couple of people responded but we didn't yeah we that's kind of what we expected to get like a few people going up but it was it was a way more than we expected yeah um, we tried to meet up with this guy actor and comedian Rick Logan. Um, so sorry we missed up, yeah. uh, missed out on meeting you, but but yeah, check out his uh, Matt Rafford article about him on Barely Game. So check out his little story yeah. about uh, being a Union fan out out in uh, in Minneapolis. There's a, the one big flaw to Rick Logan though is he has a job and he works too much. Yeah, it works a lot. We couldn't meet up with him. <laughs> yeah, otherwise, uh, great to have him representing the Union out there. Yeah, twenty four seven. Um, also, we got to talk to a lot of Minnesota fans. Yeah, a lot. they were, like, so nice. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> coming up to us, talking to us. I, like, I know we had a little video mentioning their niceness in our, in our tweets. Our Twitter. <laughs> yeah, ignore that. Um, that Whoops. was post-game festivities. But, yeah, yeah, Minnesota fans, super nice. We appreciate um, your hospitality. But you may have not enjoyed us, our visit, because yeah. we came, we saw. We got drunk. We got drunk. And we took three points. <laughs> so yeah, it was it's crazy. Yeah, let's say we talked to Minnesota fans. We talked to Union fans. Stadium looked good. Um, Brew Hall has 90 beers. I think we tried almost all of them. Or maybe just a couple At of them. At least all of them twice. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. But then there was a soccer game that was played. So Philadelphia Union come into Minnesota, a place where they have not lost yet. And of course, we get the three-two win yeah. in dramatic fashion. It was crazy. Yeah, none uh, of didn't. I couldn't have even drawn up a better uh, storyline for a game we went to. Yeah, this was definitely one of the. We were kind of talking the next day. This was one of the bigger Union wins in in recent memory. Yeah. Now, I was kind of thinking of Union wins this this season, and I feel like there's two kinds of wins that are new for us that we don't that we're not really used to. So the first win is the comfortable one, where we've had a couple games where we've won mm-hmm. two nothing, three nothing, and the other team hasn't really looked threatening. Right. I feel like I don't remember us feeling so comfortable um, in previous years so often. Right. I feel like we've had multiple just comfortable wins. Yeah. And then the next one type of win that I was thinking is a new thing that we've seen multiple times this year is the late game heroics. Now, in the past year we've had some late game heroics, but Usually, like the Dallas game, this game, I feel like these are games the Toronto where Toronto game, Toronto, it's usually us giving up points. Right. Yeah. These are games where, where like, a, 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 in years past, we would have collapsed and given up. We probably would have lost m- m- most of these games, but this one, and everyone comes out saying that's so union. Exactly. Yeah. But and now we're turning the script. Yeah, and we're holding strong and really just kind of like figuring it out, figuring out how to beat 
solid teams in tough games. Yeah, Minnesota is a solid team, and they're they were at home. Um, it's a tough place to play. It was loud. I mean, we it was it, very loud. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they they played very well. It's not that we yeah they it was from the get go we were, we noticed it was like just an onslaught of shots and uh, yeah obviously like the stats show that but it was just a lot of pressure right away from Minnesota and credit to our defense for just holding together you know just getting in front of the in the front of the ball yeah I don't know if I've ever seen a game well I'm, I'm sure I have but not in recent memory where it's been such a team defensive effort right which has led to a win so like we were just let's see Blake had a bunch of saves uh defenders had a bunch of saves there's plenty of um Montero covered a bunch of ground. Harris did it, did his duties. Bedoya was everywhere. Yeah, yep. the plenty of stats just backing up everything we're saying. So we're not really saying anything new, but it's just it's just been a, it was just a very cool Union experience that I, I don't remember experiencing. Right, um, and and it was something that like when Minnesota scored that second goal, usually we would have been like, all right, let's just close it in. Two point, uh, getting a, a tie is fine against Minnesota at Minnesota, but we throw an El Cino and we go for it and we, we get rewarded for that. And that's something that that's, that's so huge for this team. And yeah. that's like three points that we, we stole. It, uh, no doubt about that. That was definitely, yeah, we definitely stole that one. Um, and you mentioned El Cino. People are talking about him in the most appropriate way as far as being a cheat code right now. But the yeah. way we're able to use him and the way he's changing games, granted, we we both thought he came on late. Yeah, it's it was like, like the eighty like fifth minute or so, maybe a little yeah, early. Yeah, minutes it was earlier, a little right before Trusty scored the last goal. Right, um, felt like he could have come on earlier and made it a little more of an impact earlier mm-hmm. on. But because even like before Minnesota scored, I, throwing him on just to like give us a little bit more of a threat and. Um, Something to like play to when uh, when we got the ball would have been nice to have when we were still holding the, onto the lead. But I mean, I, I got the Craval uh, substitution. Uh, I didn't love the Marco Fabian substitution just because it was going in for Sergio, who, who just had an incredible game. Mm-hmm. That was his, his definitely his best game by far, and something that we were really looking for and, and expected from him. And this is the first time we got to see him really put his uh, stamp in the game. Yeah, but at the same time, I get it because um, neither Sergio or Marco seem to be a ninety-minute player right now. Yeah, and so I, it's kind. Of, I mean, how else? I mean, it, it was just a kind of a fair way to say, okay, well, you both get to play. Neither of you are kind of fit enough to play ninety, so let's split your minutes. Um, Fabian's already ruled out of the Gold Cup, right? So I, yeah, due to that means he's out of the Red Bull game. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just he still has limited minutes, and that wasn't what Mexico was looking for. Right. Yeah. As far true. as bringing a player in, mm-hmm. so hopefully he can, you know, get a few minutes maybe in the Red Bull game or maybe in the Open Cup game next week, yeah. and then get healthy during the break. Um, you mentioned Sergio Santos, definitely his best start for the Union. Yeah, he he was great, and it was it was really just his showing his speed and his ability on the ball. Um, I felt like there is that one, that one breakaway that he, he missed, but he, and he really should have buried, but I feel like it showed just how dangerous he is on the ball in open field. Yeah. He went from 18, R18 to inside their 18 and right. just one long dribble. Granted, 
the Minnesota defense for some reason. They just never, never stepped, stepped to him. him. It was really crazy. I was like, oh, this is going to be a great setup for Montero, who was running with them. But he, he just, the defenders stuck with Montero for some reason and just let, let Sanders run through the ball. Or yeah, run through the field. But uh, just like that ability, though, like dribbling on the ball and, and dribbling that directly and that confidently was something that I don't think we don't have, we haven't had a strike like that, that that had that ability in a while. And I think the, um, that just shows that he's a, he's definitely a guy that worth, that's worth the start now. Yeah. One thing though. I, so I was just looking at kind of like um, his passing charts and dribbles and stuff. He's not, he still wasn't used enough. Like, yeah. Like I know he's, well, I think that's mainly because Minnesota was so dominant on the ball. Like they had the majority of the chances and shots. So. Well, well, yeah, but I, I just feel like there's still, yes, he had a great game. There's still definitely a lot of room for him to improve. Um, I, I think, I think we just need to find him more. Kind of like we've said with Fabian in the past, like right. we can tell he's got the quality, but we're not really using him to the best of his abilities right now. Yeah. And I, I would say Sergio's starting to fit in that. Before, I wasn't that interested in him, wasn't sure what mm-hmm. he was bringing. But now I can kind of see it, and I want to see him being used a little more. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I wanted to be more of a like the guy we rely on. Because I, I think I think Shabilko is still a, a really capable and good striker, mm-hmm. but I think Sergio should be that number one guy we should rely on to get that that crucial goal to win a game. Yeah, he he drew the first two goals, um, the PK that yeah. was him, and then also uh, the free kick from from Harris. He was the one who drew that foul. Yeah. So, and he he made some enemies in Minnesota that 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 game. No, yeah, they don't like him there. Yeah, they were they were getting on him. They're no they're making. Some uh, some chance and stuff, but yeah, he was. I I think the whole team. Like I think it was like a uh, there was a quote from Adrian Heath that like just said like yeah they they knew when to get on the ground and fall and did it correctly and professionally. And I, I'm paraphrasing that, but I think that's exactly what we did. We definitely mm-hmm. it was it was definitely controlled that, that they, game in terms of that. Yeah, the union knew when to go down and stay down to break up momentum, and and in this game. The momentum was all the other way the entire time. It seemed like Minnesota had had all the pressure. We were just under the gun the entire time, and so being able to fall down, and yeah, yeah, waste some draw time, fouls, and yeah. yeah, yeah, kill some time by you know some quote unquote injuries. It was a very smart, smartly played and coached game. Yeah. for that for that fact. Yeah, and I, I really like the fact that the other coach credited us for that because that's just something that. No one likes to see uh, when the opposing team is doing that, but it's a part of the game. And when you do it right, you can, you know, basically get away with it. I know we we had some yellows drawn in the second half, but yeah, lots yeah. of yellows, and I don't know. That's kind of how you get by in games like that in yeah, away games, away in a game. tough situation, tough tough environment. That's what you do. That's how you get three points. Yeah, it's like or just that ruthless mentality that we kind of we we haven't seen a lot from a Union team, and this team has been. Uh, Showing a lot of that. That's pretty cool. Definitely. One thing we definitely saw the other day that we have not seen was a free kick goal. Yeah. We've talked about this. We oh, talked about that. Was so why are we sweet. not having any success on free kicks? Yeah. We've specifically mentioned Harris by name as a guy who yeah, he's a why, great set piece taker. Great why? Skill. Why is he not shooting some of these free kicks? Why is he laying them off? Why is he trying to do a little gimmick when we're within shooting distance? And right. finally, he just. Hit it, made it look so easy. Man, it was smooth. It was so nice. It did. I, from our angle, I couldn't even tell that. Like it was almost unreal that it went. Right. In. Yeah. It was. It was shocking, and it was shocking to the whole stadium. It was really like it yeah. was real silence. It was great. Right before the half, it took took a lot of air out of the stadium. It was. 
That was perfect. And I love it. He, he was pumped about it. He was running around. It was great. Yeah. It was a perfect timing since so in the half on top. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, then, then the second half happens. Oh, I do want to talk about, um, well, I guess I can come back to this later. Well, their first goal. I was kind of confused on their first goal. So I, I took the replay for me to really see what happened. So the ball gets played around. They get shot. Uh, shot. Blake saves it. Kind of comes out to our right side towards Gaddis's area. Guy does one one time half volley and sneaks in near post. On the replay, you can see that on the ball leaving the box, traveling out, Blake kind of ignores it for a second and starts right. yelling at defenders. So there's definitely something up with the defending early on. And I don't know what, what he was yelling at. Maybe he was just mad at the marking um, or whatever. But in that time, he stepped away from the goal a little bit towards the middle and that put him out of position. And it was almost like he was kind of caught off guard when the ball, well, I mean, it was, it was a good hit by the guy. But right. But it shouldn't have been a, an open, open an goal. Open near yeah. yeah. Um, so it was, it was kind of an interesting thing from a goalkeeper of Blake's status. Yeah. And it, then also it didn't help that on the charge out when he went to shoot, Gaddis kind of. It's kind of like jumped. Turned, turned and jumped. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't, wasn't a great. Yeah. It, it just weird. It was, yeah. The ball popped out and it just seemed like the whole union defense just kind of felt like that's not a threatening spot right now. Let's kind of situate maybe the center of the field, get those marks together. And then, but then like before we could even think the ball was in the back of the net, you know? Yeah. So that was, that was a little frustrating. The, the, yeah, just something else. And, um, but obviously Blake and the defense figured it out as they, yeah, they worked together. It must've been kind of a frustrating game for them to constantly be under pressure. Right. Yeah. Nailed with the ball, but, at the same time, it had to be pretty rewarding, and and then at the end, it was a defender who got the game-winning goal. So oh, yeah, it as was a unit. It's kind of a cool, too. cool way to end the game. That not only did the defense keep us in the game the entire time, but the defense was the ones who had the game-winning goal. Right. So it's kind of a neat yeah. all-around story. Um. Yeah, and I mean, as I'm sitting there wearing a trusty jersey, I kind oh, of. <laughs> <laughs> That was a fun little celebration we had when Tracy scored. I was slapping your back, and we were we had some got some looks from after celebrating that goal. <laughs> Minnesota fans are pretty pissed, but we we did some duping. We did do some <laughs> duping, and luckily by then I was we were both pretty well into our beer drinking at that yeah. point. Then loon juice is no joke, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had a and then a furious ipa that one was what was getting me oh yeah that was pretty heavy surly brewing surly brewing local one day yeah it was yeah it was, a, it was a fun time yeah good time so <laughs> glad we got that win uh trusty with the winner a lot of duping from the union vans over there and yeah and then we just kind of ran around the stadium afterwards yeah just kind of <laughs> he did twist his ankle right around <laughs> the stadium that was hilarious <laughs> just being idiots play a little foosball i do remember doing that did we yeah, in the brew hall, there's a oh, foosball yeah, table. Yeah, that's right. yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they have foosball in there, and so we played around a little bit. We posted a video that may or may not be regrettable. Yep. And <laughs> a little embarrassing. We Yeah, we. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed the videos we made. It took a couple of attempts to create that first one. Yeah, I mean, we only posted two. One was pregame, one was postgame. Yeah. Um, Apparently, there's like a limit, though, how long those can be, and we definitely went over. Yeah, so Oops. a little, little bit of a learning curve, but it, it yeah. was really fun being there, representing the U, um, and hopefully... Hopefully next year we'll get to do another one and we'll try to plan it out and 
Maybe get some more people to join us. Yeah, make it uh, real fun time. Maybe you guys can fund it for us. I don't know. Yeah, Whatever. Cool. Whatever you guys want to do. You guys, you guys talk and let us know. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> We're open. We're open to suggestions. <laughs> All right. So, fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. All right. So, let's go ahead and take an ad break. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to, after that, when we come back, we're going to update our union player rankings. We're going to go into the Red Bulls preview. Uh, maybe talk a little bit about the Open Cup, U-20 World Cup, and going into the international break, what we want. All right, so enjoy this. You hey guys, Stupid Brothers Podcast, presented by the Brotherly Game, episode 19. We just finished preview or uh, recapping. recapping the Minnesota victory, and now we're going to look forward. Um, before we do it, let's, let's go into our union player power rankings, one of the... One of our new favorite segments of the podcast. So we'll start at five, work our way to number one. So who's your number five? Number five, I have Sergio Santos. Okay. Yeah, cool. Brought him in. I know that's that's pretty a lot of recency bias because I'm mainly basing it off of the the Minnesota game, but he showed his his I I think he showed his real potential. So I, I threw him in there. And that's the whole point of power rankings. Is yeah. it's, it's just a uh, what have you done for me now? Mm-hmm. So interesting that you put Sergio because my number five is Sergio. What? Yeah. Definitely thought this was uh, his best game. I still think he can show more. I think we, you need to find him more, but getting him into open space and letting him run uh, definitely showed his value to, um, this weekend. Nice. Your number four. El Senio. El Senio. Yeah. Still in there. Yeah. I mean, he's just, like we said, he's a cheat code. He's... So mm-hmm. so valuable to have that 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 weapon. So. Guy literally only played ten minutes. And changed the game. Yeah, exactly. Won the yeah. game. Well, yeah. Cool. Uh, my number four is Montero. Nice. Covered a lot of ground. Active. Obviously had the PK. So looks like we found a guy to take our PKs pretty consistently right now. And until he misses, I'm keep shooting. Yeah. Sounds good. Mine. My, my number three is Jack Elliott. Nice. It's, it's keeping his steady, solid performances. I think he's, you know, still our top top defend, defender. So, yeah. Nice. I, my number three is Harris Madunian. Nice. Looked at his uh, his his kind of his pass map passing and map, and yeah. he, he was all over the place. He, play, he, he really was on right and left side. So I was looking at Bedoya's and other guys, and they were all pretty much in, like, a pretty familiar area. But mm-hmm. Harris's really was all over more than I would have expected. So nice. that's why I put him as my number three. Cool. Uh my number two is Austin Trusty. Nice. Game winner. Game winner. I mean they're throwing a couple block shots and a game winner, he's gonna he's gonna jump up there. He's he's playing great. Very and I good. think his yeah. to throw in the Colorado game was that, that was the last game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he yeah that was one of his, I think he played a great game there mm-hmm. too. I think he's been playing a lot of really solid defense and yeah. Nice. My number two is Mr. Jack Elliott. Same reason you said, just consistently playing well. Yeah. This is kind of not a, what you've done for me recently, but mm-hmm. what have you continually been doing for me? Glad he's got the contract extension. He's definitely earned every bit of it. And this past weekend, he had a huge block. He was behind Blake to save that one. Right. I mean, hit him. Yeah. But he was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So let's let's hear your number one, Jamiro Montero. Tamir Montero. Yeah, all right. Very good. Yeah, I think his also contract extension or his loan extension, whatever, is important. But uh, I think he's showing his worth. Definitely. Definitely. My number one is my guy, Austin Trusty. Nice. Um, Yeah, because he's been playing a lot of good games recently. And then you throw a goal in there, and I can't put him as my number one. Yeah. And 
I wore his jersey on Sunday, so nice. I don't know. Yeah, it's gonna be. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Stop arguing with me. <laughs> I was I was debating on Blake, but then watching the replay, yeah. I was kind of like he, he also he, didn't. He only it was only like four saves or something. Yeah, despite all the shots, he only yeah. had four. So and his passing is still his distribution is a little suspect, but still he's been playing great. So yeah, definitely. Um, cool. So let's right. next up we have. Red Bulls preview. And the first question I have to ask, because it comes up every time we play Red Bulls, is it a rivalry? Um, yeah. Yeah. Because it's still New York. I mean, well, or New Jersey, whatever. But it's still a New York team that, like, no, Philly fans can never, you know, enjoy a New York team. So that's, there's always going to be, a, like, a bitterness there. I mean, there's not, like, there's, like, the big history that they have with D.C. or they have that, like, the, such close proximity with uh, New York City, but like, I don't know. It's for us, it's a big deal to the Red Bull game. Yeah, it's a, it's gonna be kind of, I think we're more of a rivalry when we meet in the US Open Cup. I feel like that's where a lot of our, mm-hmm. our big matchups have happened against them. Do you think DC is a big rival? Uh, I forget. I, they're, they're my least favorite. Yeah, I mean, me know? too, but I think it's just because yeah. we're, we're down here. We see DC United fans, but I think that's yeah. more of a, our bias or. Yeah, it's definitely we're definitely biased against DC because that's who we see a lot. Um, yeah, I, I think DC is a bit of a rivalry. What's nice with them is we always seem to beat them. We've had their right. number in the past like two years, so yeah. it's been nice. Uh, and now this Red Bull game, this is definitely gonna be a different different feel because we we might be the favorite and yeah, I think so. They're, they're I, but Red Bull are still like they're they're still they're jumping up the table, yeah. so that's it's gonna be a tough one. Yeah, they're number three in the uh, MLS power rankings, but. Right. Who's number two? Your team, your town. Philadelphia. <laughs> 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 um, also, I think part of the rivalry is just on Twitter, Twitter beef. Yeah. It's funny watching people go back and forth. There's definitely, I don't know. I, every, every, every time it's the same. It's always Red Bull people saying, who are you guys? Who are you, Union? And then right. Union fans saying, you're a crappy energy drink, basically. And Yeah. And you're from and New Jersey. Yeah, and it's fun. And, and, it's, yeah, it's just fun. Fun, and, fun times. And Red Bull, they're, they are annoying. They're, they're, yeah. Those fans are definitely annoying. I'm not going to yeah, exactly. stand up for them. Yeah. They're they're annoying and they suck. And then they're really dumb, too. <laughs> I'm going to jump into this. The Red Bull video. So Union had the video of uh, a guy smashing a car. Oh, yeah. It was I, hilarious. And I honestly, I don't have the reference to who that guy was. He's, I think he's just some, like, YouTube presence that... He just makes some funny videos just in that kind of a character. Gotcha. Yeah, it was it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and then Fang gets in on the action. It, it was really, really funny, I yeah. thought. I, I think the funniest part was that, like, there's, like, I don't know, not, like, leaked footage of, like, people, other, like, random <laughs> people taking pictures and, like, posting on the internet. Like, what is happening here? <laughs> I thought that was, like, the, probably the best part of the, this whole thing. So my So I think the best part was stupid Red Bull fans commenting on it saying, oh, good, now you're promoting vandalism and was that all red bull fans though oh, maybe it fans. wasn't okay. it could have been union fans still could have been but yeah. i'm gonna blame red bull fans yeah and there's like someone said this is such a tone deaf thing like city of brotherly love but yet you're always you know or always like bad fans and stuff it was just yeah, like really like dumb takes yeah, trying to them. like capitalize on like philly stereotypes and stuff like yeah. that but it's like it's just a fun video it right was, get over yourselves yeah. people it's obviously a, a not real thing. Yeah, no one's not just like randomly vandalizing a red car in the city. There's 
There's a there's a stuffed snake with arms <laughs> joining in. Why would you take that seriously? Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you thinking? So let's get to the soccer part of it. Yeah. Um, lineup prediction. So, so yeah. So we're gonna be without Blake. No Blake. Who do you think is gonna start? Is is Coronel the the keeper in your mind? In my mind, there's only one keeper. There always is. And always will be. Race and Bowley. Charlie Leon, you <laughs> son of a gun! Oh my gosh! Um, so yeah, I think I think I think Carlos takes it. Yeah, I think yeah, probably. I think just because of Matt's injury. Yeah, I feel like he doesn't have the at least like I don't think he has any steel games to recover that he's like past his recovery. So well, although although Freeze was with the Union this weekend. Right, but he hasn't played. Yeah. That's like I'm saying, like, Cornell's oh, okay, played, okay. like, steel games. Like, Freeze hasn't played since before I got injured. So, like, I think y- you kind of would probably refer to go with Cornell since he's played recently. Okay, I get that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's just interesting. Freeze was with the team. I don't know. Okay. So, hmm. keeper talk. <laughs> um, Are we going to change anything in the back? Would, would you uh, dare change anything after that performance? No, I, I think it's interesting that Curran, before this past week, said that, like, he was planning on getting a Bezo and and yeah, I mean he didn't which obviously like or I mean it worked out at least in the Minnesota game but I think that it, he's like since she's getting mentioned I feel like there's a chance there's now that he could get into the lineup and, and it's not like Ray's been a lockdown defender he you know we, we definitely obviously still have improvements there and it's not like and I think Bezo could get a shot um during this game, yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. this Red Bull game, maybe he'll save him for the DC game. I don't, I don't know, but uh, I think that that could be interesting. Um, other than that, I think with Margot still, I seems like not being fully hundred percent healthy. I think the midfield stays pretty the same, and I think the the strikers, strikers are the same. Yeah. You know, you're not going to take out Sergio after that game, and Casper is like kind of a lock at this point. So yeah, yeah, I agree. I think I think the lineup's pretty much the same. I don't think I don't think you change the defense at all. Um, yeah, I, I, the bench will probably be pretty thin. Yeah, I mean, we it's it's really yeah. I like I've said, I feel like I said it before. It's, it makes me nervous when we don't have a defensive midfielder, a real defensive midfielder on this roster with right. Craval out. All right, Craval will be gone. Um, I mean, Colin will be on the bench. Galino will be on the bench. Yeah. Elsino, Fafa. It's it's just going to be interesting when we have if we you know get a, a one goal lead or something and trying to like be, create a more defensive lineup like who do you bring in? Right. I mean, I guess like, you, do you like I don't know if this team has the ability to go to like a five back throw in like Colin and you know yeah just kind of clog up the middle. But I think that I think that's that's one part that's kind of interesting. I don't yeah just cause I just don't know what would what would happen in that in that situation. Mm-hmm. We don't really have that ability. Right. Right. Yeah, so we'll, yeah, we'll see. I think thin bench, thin, thin uh, union lineup all around, but coming off a big victory, I don't think you change much. I think just hope for the best as far as the result. Yeah. So predictions, we're at home. We're going to be, oh, yeah, we're going to be up there. Yeah, we're going to be. Um, it sounds like it's going to be a sold-out crowd. Yeah. Our, our dad had to get some tickets in not our section for the accommodations of your your wife and yeah. the fact that we're both going. So Yeah, so... So yeah, the McClungs will be representing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we'll be able to do much pre-gaming based on, I don't know when we'll get there. Family obligations. Yeah. Uh, oh. But anyway, so what, what's your prediction? Um, I think we're going to win 2-1. Okay. Yeah, I think it's going to be a a kind of like, a not like a similar to Minnesota game in terms of like back and forth intensity, 
but I think we're going to have a little bit more control and I think we're going to, we're going to take it to him. Nice. I think we're going to win two, nothing. Nice. I, th- I don't think we're going to give up a goal. I think we're going to go into, I think the defense is going to be played big, especially, especially knowing um, Blake's not behind him. Right. And yeah, I think, I think we're going to just live up to the home crowd and really, really keep Red Bull and Red Bull Twitter quiet. Nice. Who, who's going to score your two? Um, I will say Sergio and Casper. Keep it simple. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, does Trusty get a brace this? Nah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, those are good picks. You know, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to go with the kid. I'm going to go Aronson. Nice. And I'll go with Sergio. Nice. So that was two zero for AJ and two one for Luke. I just remember that. I predict that Ray was going to score in the last game. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we're going to riot. I mean, we did riot, but not uh, because Ray scored for other reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at one point, at some point, he's going to score, but we say that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was really, it was, because like before the, the Minnesota game, he was really pushing. He was going right, forward. Yeah. yeah. What was that? Colorado? Yeah. He had that, that, that one hit. That it was like a wonder strike. Yeah. And, and then he had a, the best shot he's ever hit in his life. And then just wide. But then the second half, he like had an even like more a, a easier look. Yeah. Right inside the box. But yeah. He's due. Yeah. He is. He is Andrew I, Wanger do, and I think maybe it's the the see maybe it's a home time, home uh, home field advantage. He kind of pushes a little up more, a little more. So maybe maybe we can see a little more of, the, of that this weekend against the rival. Yeah. Oh man, that that could race scores against Red Bull. That's yeah. a riot. That is that is a riot. And yeah. they're I think they're going to be without a couple of their uh, fullbacks. I was trying to get on to Mikey Murillo and then Aaron Long are all gone. So that's that's pretty, pretty good. Def- 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 De- depleted? Depleted. Depleted. Deflated. Depleted. Depleted. Deleted. Defense. Defense. Got it out. Yeah, that so that's that's gonna be interesting. I know that I mean I don't know. Red Bulls, it's always so if you're doing always curtain, deep, so. Like, so with that defense, um do you put Ray up at top uh it's right here. <laughs> I think you Next do. to Trusty. <laughs> Next to Trusty. Yeah. <laughs> Get these guys some goals. I mean, Trusty's touch it was a that striker's I mean it was a really nice good touch. Yeah. It was not just a fluky and just goal. to see that, like to see that and anticipate the ball going to bounce in there yeah. and jump in front of the defender, that's that's impressive. That's I yeah. mean, that's just a kind of an instant kind of play. I know you, you mm-hmm. kind of just went for it, but it's a that's really good. Yeah, a little bit before he scored, actually, like ten minutes before. Or so no, it was like it was early. It was actually right after halftime, like fifty third minute or so. He did have an open look in front of goal. It was a header, and he put it right at the keeper. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. yeah. but so he could have he he could have buried that game earlier on. Yeah, but he didn't well. How to make it uh, dramatic. And that's my guy. Yeah. So All after right. Red Bull uh, got the Open Cup, um, both of us are going to try to get up to that one. It's going to yeah. be in D.C. Uh, I mean, I guess we'll do a podcast before that. Right. Yeah, yeah, we will. Yeah. It's kind of like fortunate and unfortunate that we're playing at D.C. because it's fortunate that we get to go, but mm-hmm. it's also like the the least desirable uh, desirable matchup, at, yeah, we yeah, matchup at D.C., the best team in a way. So... That sucks, but you know maybe we can pull we, off. You we've know, beat them there before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that and you know who beat them? That's a pretty easy route after. Yeah, road to the. Yeah, because they're definitely the best. I mean, outside of us, they're like the best team in the East. So. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. Maybe we'll see you guys up at the Open Cup on next Wednesday. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll see you guys at Red Bull this weekend. Should be a packed crowd. 
Uh, also on Saturday, something to check out for Union fans. U20 World Cups going on. U.S. got a big win today against France. the French. Yeah, McKenzie got in for a couple minutes. He did, yeah. Late yeah. sub for uh, Soto. Um, Real, Real did not get in today. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, that, that team, it looks, it's a, that's a talented very, team. A very good team. So the fact that we have two guys that are just on that roster is pretty impressive. Yeah, good for so us. Some, yeah, some real, real big talent in that team. So, so Saturday before the Union game, turn on your TVs. It's yeah. like 1130 playing Ecuador. And who knows? But we'll see Captain Mark McKenzie out there leading the yeah. U.S. under 20s. Yeah. Man, so much great soccer coming up this, this next couple of weeks. Yeah, as we mentioned, the Women's World Cup is coming. Women's World Cup starts in three days, I think. Yeah, well, the U.S. will play till the 11th, so it's like the following week. Yeah. Next but, week, but yeah. But yeah, the whole event's starting up. Yeah, it's um, incredible. we got the U-20 World Cup going. Union season well underway. Open U.S. Cup. Open Cup. I've been I've been waiting for Open Cup. Like, I, it just, it's so fun. I really it hope we, we get a win and I get into that tournament. It's such a bummer if we lose I next know. Wednesday. We're like, ah. Yeah. But we are going to be going into the international break in first place. That's that's for sure from what I, I heard. I don't think anyone is playing who will beat us. Oh, right. There's not a lot of games actually. Yeah. Right. Yeah, oh, so, awesome. That's cool. Yeah. So we'll go into the international break um, in first place. We got U.S. Open Cup next Wednesday. A <laughs> lot of soccer. Um, it's kind of stuff that really really makes me happy to see this game grow. That was one of the things I, I took away the most from this uh, Minneapolis trip. Right. was walking in that stadium thinking about, man. And it, talking to Minneapolis people, they were... They were saying kind of the same stuff. Like, they had been playing in a college stadium for the past like couple seasons, and yeah. and then to have this beautiful stadium that was just state of the art. Soccer's come a very long way. Right, it's been it's been a wonderful thing. Yeah, yeah, it was it was cool. Um, anything else? Anything else you want to mention? No, uh, not not a single thing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well then let's wrap it up. <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening. We always appreciate doing these podcasts. Let yeah. us know what you think. Give us a rate or something on something that you listen to. Yeah. Tell people. Just, you know, the tell old fashioned tell people. Is, tell, tell, yeah, word of mouth. Yeah. Um, check out Brotherly Game. Always putting out good stuff. Matt Ralph's always putting out some cool podcasts with uh, young kids. And um, let's, let's go beat Red Bull. Let's, let's get three points again. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Right. See ya. Bye. <laughs>